You're listening to the Daryl Bilfrey Podcast. Podcast. Skills that separate. Your number one source of hockey training talks. Hello and welcome to the Daryl Belfry Podcast. I'm, I'm really excited about entering this space of podcasts. It's something that's really intrigued me over the last little while as I've been looking for a platform to be able to start sharing my experiences in teaching and the things that I've learned in, in my journey as a player development instructor. There's obviously lots of different skills I've had to learn along the way as there really hasn't been a a manual, of course, for how to acquire the skills to work so intimately with some of the best players in the world as I've had the good fortune of being able to do. And so it's been a lot of learning on the fly and and some of the skills I've had to pick up, um, I could anticipate that I was going to need to learn uh, a certain skill set in order to be able to, to, to service the athlete. Um, and so I, I did so. And then some skills uh, were revealed to me as I was going along. And then some skills I wasn't aware of that I absolutely needed until after the fact. And so hindsight became 2020. And then I went out and, and acquired those skills that I needed in order to service the next players, knowing that it was an important skill set for me to have in order to be able to 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 service the next group that was coming that was coming through or that I was going to spend time with. So um, over the last 25 years, I've had I've had the opportunity to work in in this space, this player development space. It's been ever growing um, over the last little while and. For me, it was it was something that wasn't supposed to start out this way. It just kind of started as one thing, and then I just kind of rode the wave of it till here I am. And in the in the process, kind of blazed a bit of a trail along the way. And so I think that you learn a lot of lessons along the way that become really relevant for for you guys and i just haven't had a a really good platform to be able to share what that what those are so i'm hoping that this will be a really a really good and fun way for me to to really illustrate like a lot of these skills that i've had to learn um i've been riding shotgun with players NHL players for 15 of the 25 years of my career. I've had the opportunity to spend a ton of time with three first overall picks from the time they were really young all the way through till ultimately getting selected as the top player at their birth year in the NHL, which is in and of itself an unbelievable experience to be able to go through to understand a player that intimately as to why they were able to achieve that is kind of interesting to say the least. Um, and then alongside that, I've had 71 first round picks that I've able to been able to work with and they have a certain mindset as well. And then as you, as I spend time with each of them, um, all of them of course are different in their own way, but also very much the same. So there's some interesting elements there that I think would be, would be a cool discussion points. Um, I've had three years in which we've had eight or more of the top 25 scores in the NHL that year. So as you can imagine, 
uh, working with players with that kind of offensive skill and mindset, which is more it than anything. The skill is one thing, which is as impressive as anything, but the other part that really no one talks about is just that mindset and how they think and how they generate offense. I've had a chance to really understand what that is um, and how they tick uh, as that's what I need to know in order to be able to help them get to the next level. We've had four rookies of the year, 10 Stanley Cup champions in seven years, and one Art Ross, one Ted Lindsay, one Hart Trophy, and one Con Smythe. So, uh, needless to say, spent a lot of time with some of the best players in this game. And in doing that, I'm kind of growing with the player. I'm trying to stay just one skill ahead of them uh, so that they would be intrigued to come back to to talk to me again or to come on another ice session with me. It was, it was literally that much. It's like one more skill and trying to stay just a little bit ahead of them. But as, as I've evolved, I've gone from just really just trying to get them to want to come back to another ice session to then collaborating with, with some of the best players in the game and talking to them about how they can how they can improve a specific area of their game or a specific aspect that would improve their ability to influence the way the game is played um, when they're on the ice, which is a really fascinating, fascinating experience. I mean, it provided me with a lot of in insight into what those traits are of those players and the skills that I needed in order to spend time with them and become relevant for them and make them want to spend another year with me uh, and so while I'm still relevant and while these ideas I think are still relevant, I think it's important to share the teaching element. So this is going to be more of a podcast that explores a lot of the teaching strategies that have made a big difference for me and that are not well talked about in in the public or publicized in any in any way you don't really hear of a lot of these things and so when I sat down to go through what this podcast was going to be I brainstormed 85 topics that I feel will balloon to well over a hundred as many of the topics have multiple layers to them that could easily be their own podcast and likely will be as we dig deeper and deeper and deeper into some of this stuff, um, there's some really interesting things that I've uncovered and had to learn on the fly that I think would be very valuable for those of you who are in this space or teachers in general, people who teach and are trying to connect with their students, which is essentially what I'm doing. Um, I think that there's some interesting things in the hockey or in the in the sports space that's that's really interesting and can transfer transfer into a lot of other disciplines. So I'm excited about that possibility as well as to open the discussion about just teaching in general, which I I think will be really cool. But through my lens, I guess of the the lessons that I've learned along the way in my experiences. Um, I'm trying to target 15 minutes for each of these because I just want to capture your attention, maybe foster some thought, and then hopefully open up a discussion on some of these things uh, in amongst our amongst our our group of people, whomever that might be, players and 
and teachers and skill and skill development instructors and alike. I, th I think that it'll be a it'll, it should be interesting um, to be able to kind of hear your thoughts on things that pop out at you of things that I've said or uh, shared experiences that we may have had um, uh, together in different in different in different spaces. So I'm excited about that. I divided the podcast topics into four categories and then put them in order of of or a logical order to be able to reveal them to you which is very similar to my teaching style so uh, we'll go on a run of a given category or a topic in a category and we'll go on a run of four or five of those topics and really explore them uh, intimately and then shift over into another category um, so bouncing around but still covering all the bases and, and providing a little bit of logic towards how this whole thing ends up getting revealed. So the four categories are going to be personal development, my personal professional development and the skills that I've learned that have really made a difference for me. Um, teaching development theory, which uh, teaching athletes is very different than, than teaching uh, teaching math it's definitely there's some similarities but the whole idea of the player having to really understand have an acute understanding of athletic feel and the natural disconnect that comes with you as the teacher who cannot identify with that feel or how it feels you don't know how it feels um, is a very interesting uh, hurdle to have to overcome and it probably the most important hurdle to overcome there's lots of different ways that I've approached it with some varying successes with different players and so going through all of that I think will be interesting just that whole teaching theory and and a lot of it will be more on the mental side and and building a teaching environment uh, and, a, and a way for a player to learn and a, and a learning environment that gives them an opportunity to be able to really pull out some of the best of what you have and what they have together so I always look at my development sessions as opportunities for for me to bring out the best in them and them to bring out the best in me and together if we're at the top of our game where we're both learning then we're really on to something. So just going through some of those environments and how to build those is, is going to be a fascinating process for us. And then player development, of course, is an evolving industry. I think it's about 10 years behind uh, strength and conditioning. And I've seen the path that strength and conditioning has had as it's become more and more critical to the players in our game and has, has really transformed a lot of our game. And I think player development is now at that stage as well, where it's it's putting us in a spot where we can become um, much more relevant. I think people are starting to understand that you know, um, while there's players that have a natural predisposition to be able to acquire skill, there's a lot that can be influenced, even with the players at the top, all the way to the players at the bottom, and. The whole idea of you either have it or you don't. I think we're we've. I'm hoping that we've evolved past that. And if we haven't, hopefully I'll be able to provide a good argument for you to suggest that there is lots that we can do to influence uh, the skill of every player. So I want to really dig into that 
and um, and then just my personal views on skill development and things that I think really are effective in skill development ways that um, that we can we can as skill and skill development instructors really uh, provide a really good uh, opportunity for our players to develop and there's some views that I have that I, I don't hear a lot of and so I'd like to I'd like to share some of those with you to again just foster some thought and some questions and and some dialogue on these sorts of things and hopefully um, hopefully you'll be able to dive down a rabbit hole of your own which will uncover something that could perhaps lead the industry in a whole nother direction, which is I think what we need now is we're at a stage where we need a lot more collaboration amongst amongst all of us players and skill and development instructors and, and coaches alike. I think there's we're at a stage now for us to grow. We need to share more of these types of things, the, the, the real meat and potatoes of of how people learn and how players learn and how we should teach. And so I want to really dig into that. So as you can see, I'm very excited about this journey and feel it will be a great platform for me to get a lot of these ideas that I've really have made a big difference in me in your hands while they are still relevant ideas and while I'm still relevant and perhaps inspire you in a way to really uh, to really dig into some some things of your own which I think is is critical for all of us so uh, this is the Daryl Belfry podcast and we're gonna dig into the skills that I think separate both me the skill and development instructor and you the skill development instructor and our players there's skills that separate for both of us and i think that diving into those things are going to be a really fun exercise and i'm really excited to get started you're listening to the daryl bilfrey podcast podcast skills, skills, skills. that separate